Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Greatest Asset Community Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Middlebrooks, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to know when you are ready to purchase a home. A lot of people have many different reasons, all of which may be valid for wanting to purchase a home, but how do you really know when you're ready to purchase a home? Because there is a such thing as buying a home too soon, which could end in catastrophe for you. Hopefully not catastrophe, but you don't want to end up in a worse financial situation because you jumped in too soon before you were ready. So we're going to be discussing some of the things that you need to be considering when you are getting ready to purchase that home to make sure that this is a successful endeavor that is going to help you achieve your home your home ownership and your financial goals so to start off we are going to talk about why are you wanting to purchase a home so there are a few reasons as to why you may be wanting to purchase a home perhaps you are looking to purchase your forever home you have been renting for a while, whatever your life situation may be, and you are looking to settle down in a place for long term. Now, if this is your first home, statistically, it's not going to be your forever home because most people do not stay in their first home that they purchase forever. However, your situation may be different, or perhaps you have owned a home previously um, or are currently owning a home now and you know what you want, you know where you want to live, and you are looking for that forever home. But it's important to know the why before we get into some of the other things that we're going to be discussing. So why are you wanting to purchase this home? Is this a forever home for you? Are you trying to build a rental portfolio? Maybe you're looking to build wealth or build equity in a home rather than just paying rent, which does not have any equity that gets built with it. Maybe you want that sense of ownership and stability that comes from being a homeowner. There is an emotional attachment to owning a home and a sense of stability and ownership that you have when you are a homeowner. Maybe that's what you're seeking for, but whatever it is, it's important to know why, because your why is going to direct your what you need to be doing and how you need to go about doing it as well. Um, As some of the other things with maybe the loan products you need to look at and some of the other stuff that we are not going to discuss in this podcast episode. But it is important to know what your why is so that we can direct your what and your how. So moving on to the how a little bit, how responsible are you with managing finances? So after you know your what, it's important to know what your financial status is. Do you live check to check? Are all your bills paid on time or early or do you sometimes miss a payment or have late payments? And these are important things to know because when you own a home, you don't want to be in a situation where you're living check to check. Does that mean that you don't have homeowners that live check to check? You absolutely do, but it's not a good place to be in. You want to have income coming in where you're able to take some of that income and put it away in savings because at some point something in that house is going to need to be replaced or repaired and you're going to need to be able to tap into some cash without having to charge up credit cards in order to take care of it charging up credit cards is not what you want to have be your default for living you want to have money put aside so that you can take care of that out of the cash that you have saved and still be able to continue on with life without having to live out of debt, so to speak. So 
living check to check, is that something that is currently how you manage finances? Uh, how do you pay your bills? Um, if you pay all of your bills early or on time, that is a good sign that you are a financially responsible person. When you have something that is due, whether it's a cell phone bill, a car note, a credit card, a streaming service, whatever it might be, do you take care of everything and pay everything on time all the time? That's If that's not where you're at right now, that's where you want to move toward getting. Um, and that's something that you might want to consider before you jump into purchasing a home because we are going to be adding another debt to your pile of bills that you already have with life, whether it be a utility bill or a gas bill, we're going to be adding a mortgage bill on top of that. So if you are already in a situation where sometimes you miss a payment, sometimes you're late a payment for whatever the reason may be, maybe the reason is because you can't afford to make the payment that month, or maybe it's because you forgot, whatever that reason is, maybe you had an emergency come up and, and that's understandable as well. But then in that instance, let's look at, are we able to start creating a savings account to handle those emergencies where we don't have to miss other bills in order to take care of those emergencies? Again, these are things that you want to consider and think about prior to purchasing a home because you don't want to get into this home and then have an emergency pop up and all of a sudden you got to make the choice between paying your mortgage or eating food or you know the lights or the internet that you need for your job you don't want to have to start making these decisions so you want to be thinking about how are you living your life now does everything get paid on time and you're able to put money away towards savings or are there some gaps sometimes with when stuff is due and when it actually gets paid. So these are things that you want to want to be aware of as well. Another one is, do you actively save money? And again, we talked about this a little bit earlier um, and just saving for emergencies, but not just emergencies, but do you actually actively save money for retirement? This is a big one as well. You are not going to be working forever. And retirement savings is not something that you want to continue to push off because it's one of those things that if you don't actively start doing it earlier, you find yourself trying to play catch up later. And you don't want to find yourself in the position of now having to try and put a larger portion of your income towards trying to catch up with payments so that you can hopefully have enough to be able to retire and still live comfortably at whatever lifestyle you are currently living at right now. The better way to do retirement is to start as early as possible. So in addition to saving for emergencies, having that at least six months emergency fund and also making sure all bills and everything are paid on time, are you also saving for retirement, making sure that you have the money that you're going to need for whenever you stop working so that you can continue to live in this house or another house. If that's the plan for you to move into a retirement house, you want to start planning for that early on as early as possible. Yes, if you're in your 20s, you want to plan for it now. If you're in your 30s, 
that planning probably should have been started in your 20s, but start now in your 30s. When at, wherever you are at, you want to be thinking about that as well, putting money away, whether it's in a 401k or an IRA or, or a uh, health savings account, whatever it might be, you want to start planning for that retirement as well, because that is going to be key to how you live life later on beyond your working years. Moving on to the next one, how much can you afford to spend on a monthly mortgage payment? So this might seem simple, but this factors into everything else that we've previously discussed, which is why we started where we started with the why you are build, purchasing this home and how responsible are you managing your finances? So if you have, let's say that you have $2,000 that you think you can afford to spend on a monthly mortgage payment. How does that set you up with being able to accomplish these other things that we just listed? If you are now spending $2,000 a month on a mortgage payment, are you still able to cover all of your other bills? Are you still able to save money to make sure that you have an emergency fund? Are you still able to save money for retirement? If the answer is no, you might want to consider a lower amount for your mortgage payment so that you do have money to pay all of your other bills and have an emergency fund and save for retirement. So these are, again, some of the questions you want to make sure you have answers to prior to purchasing that home is how much can you afford to spend? Another one is how much. Do you have saved for down payment and closing costs? If you are looking at going into home ownership with the sole purpose of I will just use down payment assistance as a loan officer, I will tell you that is not the best option for purchasing a home. It is an option for being able to purchase a home, but that option comes at a cost as well. Again, not going to get into the details of all of the cost in this episode, but in many down payment assistance programs, it comes at the cost of higher fees that you'll have to pay up front for that mortgage. Sometimes it comes at the cost of a higher interest rate that you might have to pay. And sometimes it comes at the cost of money that you're going to have to pay back if you decide to refinance into a lower rate. I know of an individual currently who bought their home with down payment assistance and they were looking at doing a cash out refinance to pull some cash out of their home and put it into another area. However, the moment that they refinance that home, they now have to pay back the down payment assistance money that they received to help them purchase that home because in many down payment assistance programs, that money is not free money. Sometimes that money is on your home as a second mortgage that must be paid back whenever you sell the home, refinance, or if you move out of the home and it's no longer your primary residence. So saving up the money for the down payment and the closing costs is really going to help position you to best purchase the home that you are looking to purchase. So you want to make sure now before you own a home that you're actively putting money away to save for that down payment and closing cost. So how much do you need to save? At least three and a half percent is what I would recommend because that's the minimum 
down payment requirement for an FHA loan. So if you can save at least three and a half percent, you have met the minimum for an FHA. Now it's possible to get a 3% down payment loan for conventional. However, I would go with the three and a half minimum for the FHA and that'll position you well, whether you go conventional or whether you go FHA. And that is three and a half percent of the purchase price of the home. So if you're purchasing a $300,000 home, three and a half percent of that 300,000 is $10,500. So just to give you a, a sense of how much you're talking about just for the down payment. Now that's not considering closing costs as well. When you add in closing costs and taxes and insurance that needs to be prepaid and everything, that number might be over 20,000 that you need to have saved to be able to purchase a home. It might be over 25,000. Whatever it is, you can talk with the loan officer and find out what that number is or what that amount is that you need to have saved in order to be able to purchase that home. And then you go and attack that figure to make sure that you set yourself up to best be in a good position to purchase that home that you're looking to purchase. Also, how long do you plan on owning this home? This is key. If you are looking at staying in this home for the next one to two years, I would advise that maybe you just consider renting. There are costs associated with purchasing a home and those costs are not gonna be recouped in the first year or two of owning that home. So my recommendation is that you look to purchase a home if you're going to be living there for at least four or five years at a minimum, because again, you're gonna have cost associated with purchasing that home and with selling that home. You're gonna have realtor fees that you're gonna have to pay when you get ready to sell that home and everything. And you wanna make sure that you're in that home long enough to where you have enough equity in the home through appreciation or through amortization so that you can afford the cost of all of these fees and it's made sense for you to have stayed in this home long enough to where you can pay all of these things that you need to pay. So you wanna make sure that uh, you're gonna be in this home for long enough. Also that plays into what the purpose of the home is as well. If you're looking to purchase an investment property, are you looking to purchase something that you're gonna buy and flip or are you gonna buy it and hold on to it as a rental property? That's going to help determine, you know, how much you want to pay for the property. That's going to determine whether or not you are able to afford the mortgage payments because you're going to be looking at if you're looking to buy and rent or buy and hold it. So as a rental, how much are you going to be getting every month for rent and how much is your mortgage going to be? And you want to look at, OK, can I afford the mortgage payment with the money that I'm going to be getting from the rent? Or will I have to kick in an extra couple hundred dollars out of my own money to be able to afford the mortgage payment? These are important questions that you want to ask to help you determine if you are ready to jump into being an investment property owner. So again, just to rehash a little bit of what we've discussed with how to know whether or not you're ready to purchase a home, you want to know first the why. Why are you looking to purchase a home? Then you want to jump into how responsible are you with managing your finances? Again, are you living check to check? 
is everything paid on time and i will harp on that just a little bit if all of your bills are not paid on time every time you want to make that the goal let's work towards getting there because that's going to do a couple things one is not only going to help you be more financially stable it's going to help out your credit score and your credit profile as a whole when you get ready to purchase a home and you want those scores to be as high as possible to give you the better interest rates or the better interest rate pricing and also to just set you up for success with some of the options that you will have available to you your options become a lot smaller when your credit is subpar so you want to have great credit so that you can have all of those options and it doesn't cost you as much when it comes to purchasing a home so again how response uh why you're wanting to purchase how responsible are you with managing your finances how much home can you afford uh, or rather how much can you afford to spend on a monthly mortgage payment how much do you have saved for down payment and closing costs and how do you how long do you plan on owning this home so these are some of the things that you want to consider questions that you want to ask yourself and have answers for so that you can know am i ready to move forward to per toward purchasing a home so that is all I have for you this episode. Hopefully with some beneficial stuff that will at least get the get the ball rolling on helping move you toward home ownership. I believe that this is the greatest asset that you can acquire is owning a home. Uh, there's a lot of value and a lot of benefits that come with owning real estate, not just building wealth, but internally with that sense of security that you have that peace of mind that people have as homeowners that stability that it brings you that sense of ownership that you get from being a homeowner there, there's a lot of benefits internally as well as the external benefits of the building of the wealth and uh, generational wealth that can be created through real estate as well so i think that it should be almost everybody's goal to want to own a home whether it's a forever home that you live in or whether you own an investment property that you rent out and let your renters pay your mortgage there's there's just so much benefit that i think is something that should be on everybody's goals so hopefully this gives you some stuff to think about so that you know what you need to start having answers for in terms of moving toward the direction of being able to purchase and own a home so that's all i have for you thank you for tuning in uh, you can always follow me on social media i am ga loan officer that stands for greatest asset loan officer on instagram and tiktok frederick middlebrooks on linkedin uh, i'd love to hear from you or just like and subscribe to the channel or follow me on any of those social media channels and uh, i try to put out good content every week to help people understand finances and home ownership and mortgages because a lot of this stuff can get complex and there is a a large gap in financial literacy where people should be and where a lot of people in our country are and i'm seeking to try and close that gap and help people understand a lot more about financial literacy so that they can be able to make the moves that everyone should 
be able to make or at least have the education to be able to uh, make those make those smart moves to position themselves to be where they want to be at. So that's all I have for you. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.